0: together again because they've made some of the quarantine rules a bit more lax. Although you could have come at any point. Yeah, but I felt like yeah. (laughs) Anyways, uh, we realized we were talking the other day and we've never really explained what Tenfold is on the podcast. I think we just assumed everyone who's listening is our friends and <laughs> knows already. But we're actually almost at a thousand listens. I just check right Ooh. now and we're at 999. <laughs> so one more listen. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to give like a quick recap of what tenfold is to us so you guys know if there's any new listeners out there Um, but for me at least it's really about like living a life that's true to you and like you and I have both been on such journeys in our lives trying to Mm -hmm. figure out like what we care about what's important to us in life and just building our lives around that and trying to basically shed the filters that we've grown up with and that we've built over the years and yeah it's just like finding out what's you and trying to live that to the fullest and live a life of abundance
1: trying to be authentic. Mm. Yeah, authentic in yourself and yeah, true to yourself.
0: I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Anyway, so we just wanted to give that little refresher in case you don't know. And also it stands T N F L D stands for that no filter life dream. Yes. Um so yeah, that's the whole idea behind it. But if you go to our website tenfold.com, there's like articles that we've written. Yeah, we have like an about yeah. page and all of that kind of stuff and it gives you really like a nice I feel, I yeah. think, for the concept. Yeah, so check it out. Okay. So today we're talking about boundaries and I realized when I was thinking about this as soon as I say boundaries it feels like negative to me almost or like too harsh or like it has this connotation where I'm like oh am I overreacting or being too much and I was like it's interesting that I even what it think brings that. up in you yeah mm-hmm. because looking into this I was like oh it's like it's such a common thing and such a like thing that everyone needs in life but I don't feel like we always articulate them um, I feel like it's also been such a like buzzword
1: in the last few years especially because like self-development all that stuff Mm. has become more popular and more mainstream so people are always like oh boundaries yeah yeah my boundaries but it's one of those things where maybe you start to gloss over it too because you like Yeah, it's like, I think it's good for us to really go over what the meaning of them are and the different
0: strategies of how you can. And I think right now, especially, it's probably come up for some people in quarantine, because it's like you've either been like trapped with your partner or your family or flatmates and like probably realized you need to set some boundaries (laughs) in that situation. Or you've also been away from other people and realized maybe things feel differently or better or worse. And like that's helped you to realize. Yeah, Yeah, I
1: was reading somewhere where they're talking about how we've got Like, because everything has slowed down, right? So, we have less stimuli around us. Mm -hmm. It's like we can start to notice how things affect us a bit more acutely than we would have before. Whereas before, there's like a lot of noise. So, you may feel a bit shit one day and you don't know why or tired Mm. or whatever it is. And there's not really an explanation. But because there's so much stuff going on, it's like hard to pinpoint and things are always moving forward, right? So, then like, it's the next day, whatever, you forget about it. But now, because things have been like slowing down kind of Mm. clearing out and we're just here with ourselves and like the the people closest to us um or maybe completely on our own for some people right like when something new comes into your life or maybe you like talk to someone you haven't talked to in a little while or you haven't seen them in a little while like you I think can start to see how they affect you yeah like for better or worse so sometimes you leave like a meet like a phone call with a friend feeling really uplifted happy Mm. positive energetic hopeful um and then sometimes you can leave and feel really down but not know why or really tired that's a big one for me
0: um and I don't think you do always make those connections when there's so much external noise to blame it on but yeah now's a really good time for that and Yeah, I think normally we don't actually think about it that clearly. Like, it is one of those things that's on the peripheral where you're like, oh, yeah, my boundaries. Mm -hmm. But, like, you don't articulate them. Actually,
1: Um, oh, can I say, so one of the things that that really, a situation that I've been in like this before was when I worked on a farm in Australia to get my second year visa, like, way back when. And when we were on the farm, I've never had days that were so regimented and so, uh, like, Nothing else was really planned. Yeah. So we basically had to work from 6 a.m. to lunchtime, 12, and then that was it. And the rest of the day was free. But we didn't really have anywhere to go other than the beach, which was pretty empty. Um, we weren't shopping or seeing a lot of other people or anything like that. And the food and stuff that we were eating was the same every day, right? We'd go grocery shopping, like as a group with our farm boss mm. uh, once a week, get everything, and we'd all have to agree on it. So it's pretty much the same food every week. And the only variables changing were like what we decided on and it was very obvious when you decide to change something. And I remember we went out to drink one night to this like one local pub where you would like, you would call the pub and they would send a driver, yeah, a courtesy (laughs) van to you to come pick you up at your farm, pick all of us up and then go around and pick everyone else up in all the like neighborhoods that wanted to also go to the pub and then we would all go to the bar, which is like such a foreign concept to me. But anyways, we like pre-drank I think the first night before Mm -hmm. and we bought like a big box of goon which is like the Australian bagged wine it's like um and we drank this wine and stuff and and then like went to the bar whatever came back and then went to bed and got up to do our farm work Mm -hmm. the next day and we all had like vicious headache and vicious hangover and we hadn't even drank that much right and it was really interesting because like, oh yeah, okay, so you drink some wine, get a hangover, whatever, right? We're all used to yeah. something like that happening. But this was interesting because we had nothing else to distract us or do. We were just, yeah. same work every day, that was it. Go to the beach, that's it, done. Same food, same everything. Mm. And it was in that that I got to start start to see a like how alcohol was affecting my mood and B how um, long it lingered with me too because it was like four or five days and then it was like the same thing with like if we changed the diet with our food I didn't realize till then that like if I eat too much lunch meat it gives me a headache like every afternoon but in that situation I had space to see the cause and effect of like the singular items
0: That's (laughs) that's, such a, <laughs> that's a very long I, explanation no, but, but I, I think that's such a big thing because a big part of even setting boundaries is being able to identify what's impacting you and what what's happening. And yeah. Like a lot of us don't do that because we are so busy and we're all we're like so distracted by everything in our lives that we don't have that awareness or take the time to see that cause and effect. I almost see it like a pinball machine Mm. where it's like you're the pinball and like you get
1: shot out into the into the game you hit one bumper hit one thing and it rings and buzzes or whatever but then before you can even feel the effect of it you're off to the next like part of the game to hit right so you've got all of these different things impacting you and you're like head
0: spinning (laughs) you literally don't know what's going on and Um, I, I think with boundaries too when we talk about it like there's some that are obvious like a lot of people will have like personal space boundaries or like you know when someone's like invading your personal space but then it's more like the emotional ones or like energetic yeah the energetic ones that you don't always realize or even pay attention to and I think a lot of it like so many things in our lives is ingrained from when we're kids and like a lot of the time when you're younger you're not always allowed to even have boundaries in some ways because your parents will be like you have to do this or like mm. you need to do this or do that and like I think it's girls too we grow up like being polite and needing to like not upset people and like there's all these program things where you don't you kind of base things around yeah like not making waves or not upsetting people versus even thinking about yourself or what your boundaries are so yeah yeah it's just an interesting like constant journey of like figuring that out um and I think yeah they definitely change over time and like depending on who you're with and how you're going but um yeah I just kind of want to go over um what like I did a bit of research into boundaries to, to look at this so one of the things I read said that people with poor boundaries typically come in two flavors so there's those who take too much responsibility for the emotions and actions of others and those who expect others to take the responsibility for their emotions actions so it's like i think you can fall into both camps sometimes yeah but it's like interesting to realize because i think after doing all this i've realized for me at least boundaries are literally just like setting standards and expectations for your life and kind of like taking control over what you're letting into and out of your life and that's people that's things that's like emotions it's like anything um and so it is simple when you phrase it that way but actually like putting it into practice is a lot more complicated Mm -hmm. um but yeah so I came across this um list of questions to kind of see if you might have boundary issues so I'm just gonna read them out and just take a minute to think if they apply to you or anyone you might know spoiler alert I have always (laughs) had boundary (laughs) issues I think we all have in some way or another so uh do you often feel overwhelmed frazzled or drained Yes. Do you ever feel like people take advantage of you Or you're a victim
1: Uh, Yeah I feel like I've worked on that But yeah
0: Do you ever feel like you're constantly having to save people Close to you and fix their problems all the time
1: Yes I think that's one for you
0: for sure Um, Do you tell people how much you hate drama But seem to always be stuck in the middle of it I don't think that really applies to you Do you often feel others are responsible For the unhappiness you're feeling I don't think that's Unhappiness I'm feeling Oh, like yeah. blame someone yeah. else for it? No, 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 I think you. Yeah, are your romantic relationships highly charged, either wonderful or disastrous, depending on the day? Sometimes, Sometimes. yeah. <laughs> do you feel guilty or anxious when others aren't happy, as if you're responsible? I definitely. That's um, a big one for me. I think. Yeah, I do too.
1: I hate, I hate sitting in that space. Yeah.
0: So that was just the smallest. There's like way more stuff, but I felt like those were the main ones, and I think probably most of you can identify with at least like one of those. Mm-hmm. I think we all have that in some way it just just think about those and see if any of them apply to you and I kind of want to go for us to go through now like different areas in our lives and how what boundaries we feel like we have there what issues we've had and how we've kind of worked over that so I want to start with family okay what comes to your mind when I say that
1: Uh, (laughs) I think one of the things um, I feel like with boundaries I was looking at it and I was like I feel like there's emotional boundaries and Mm. then like your emotional space or you have to you have to set boundaries on your emotional space and your physical space and like family is a huge one in emotional space and for me uh especially during like covid or anytime i'm like Mm. a bit more stressed out or anxious like i always have to set a lot of familial boundaries right and would you say familial boundaries yeah Yeah. okay so um yeah so like with my parents and stuff um and like i love my parents mm. and i like i think we have a close relationship yeah. and all of that kind of stuff and we usually talk like almost every day so maybe some people would <laughs> say that's too <laughs> exactly. close Not right
2: um
1: but they really stir up a lot of anxiety in me and that's just like kind of the nature of how they think about things and i always mm. feel like when i call our mom it's literally right away like a running list of like questions about (laughs) about everything I should be worrying about you know have you done this have you thought Mm. about this has this happened has that and I was just saying to someone it's like if I ever wanted like an anxiety problem service yeah. like a phone service it's mm-hmm. like you can just call my mom and find out if you weren't sure you had enough problems or you hadn't yeah. if you thought maybe you were missing something yeah. that you should have been thinking about and you it's couldn't like
0: if you're going on a trip and you think you forgot to pack something yeah you just or just call, did our, like our, mom call, call <laughs> our mom and she will know
1: anything mm. that you could possibly wor- be worrying about that you haven't thought of so For that, like, sometimes it's like, oh, okay, like, that can be cute in its own way. And it's nice Mm. to, like, have people care about you and worry about you and all those kinds of things. But I know for a fact for myself that if I'm not in the best headspace, that is just, like, the worst thing. Like, I don't need to think about even more things outside of my Mm. control that I can't do anything about. Like, I don't need those kinds of thoughts in my head. And I don't need the pressure of feeling like someone else is worrying Worrying about it for me as well. So, Um, one of the things that I've implemented like with my parents in the past few years and the thing is it's always come from a place of love and like respect and and they've been really wonderful to also respect my Mm. wishes whenever I've needed is like to take space and I've had to say to my mom before when I'm in places of yeah like uncertainty or Mm. like where I need where I'm going through a lot of growth and I just don't need any other thoughts or opinions
0: You don't like need that external energy yeah like, like I just
1: am and learning you know. and I need to like learn the things I'm going to mm-hmm. learn right now um I have like just said to her outright like I love you mm-hmm. um you know this isn't anything about not loving you but I just for a little while yeah. need to like just have time on my own and not talk on the phone like you mm-hmm. can text me or you know anything like that but like I just need some space for myself because yeah. I I'm not feeling so great right now yeah. or like i yeah, yeah. i'm just but feeling a little bit anxious. it's also
0: taking you a long time to get there and i think for a lot of people it's hard for the family because a lot it, of the yeah. time you think you're not showing love or you're being mean like if you set a boundary that's mean or you're like,
1: and like it's like it doesn't have to be a yelling because before yeah. there have been times where i've been like i'm not talking to you anymore yeah, blah, like, blah 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 but it's like come out of a big fight and then yeah. that's like this end result but um yeah what i've learned to do is like anticipate like the emotions Mm. that might come up in the future too and recognize where I'm at emotionally and then see what my emotional landscape's like and what's going to help and hinder that and so with my mom too like um it's always worked out really well and she's been like really wonderful about it and been able to give me that space Mm. and like even right now I'm in that that mode like with both our our parents our dad doesn't really care if we don't call (laughs) him all the time so it doesn't really matter but um it's just like what I need and it's like so beautiful that she can respect that but I think it's also because I come to her with it from a place of love and I try and make it really clear that that's what it is
0: and I think you also have to understand that setting boundaries is healthy for yourself like it makes you a better person because you can keep your energy and be more there for that person and like sometimes they might not understand it right away and they might get upset by it or they might not like it but like you're setting that for a reason it'll probably be better for your relationship in the long run but yeah it's hard with family because it gets complicated like that like I feel like I have, like, I guess a bit of a different relationship with my mom, but I think when I was younger, I set some boundaries, to you her know, because I'm, like, yeah. I think I was more stubborn with some things, or, like, I remember with, like, school assignments, for a while when I was younger, she would just read all my assignments, and then, like, start changing things, or, like, write them differently, and I got so frustrated at one point, and then I just set this boundary, I was, like, no, you're, like, not allowed to read <laughs> any of my assignments anymore, I think I was, like, 10 or something, but I just got annoyed, because I was, like, no, yeah. like, this is my boundary, like, this is my work, like... I'm gonna do it that way, and like there are, I think for me like certain topics that I won't always discuss with our parents because I just know it's not gonna end well, or like we just mm-hmm. have different opinions. And then for me, I've kind of sometimes said about badger. I'm like, I'm just not gonna talk to them about like politics or like certain things because I yeah I know it's not a healthy conversation for either of us, and it's never gonna end, end well. Well, so yeah, there's like certain areas that I've realized over time where I just. I yes. think you've always
1: been really good with boundaries and I ways. have had no boundary, <laughs> but then I also wonder, is there like too much boundary and too little, little like, yeah. is it two ends of the spectrum? Yeah, It might be, it might not be, but yeah. I, I know that there is, I looked up, I saw one diagram online that was like four different stages mm. of boundaries and one was, um, yeah, like totally open, letting everything in, like, yeah. you know, n- nothing there to, I guess the two middle ones were, like, yeah. versions of, like, okay-ish, and then, like, the last one was, like, not letting anything in, like, wall up, yeah. all that kind of yeah. stuff. Not that you're like that, you're not <laughs> like that, I, I, just, I just think it's interesting. No, there are like, different things,
0: though, because I know you've said before, because I'm always like, oh, I like alone time, or, and I'll set that boundary for myself a lot, but then sometimes it's like, oh, do I really need alone time because of boundaries, or sometimes I'm not, like, like oh, so managing my mm-hmm. own... Stress or time like in a maybe certain, there's like a boundary that could have been put in yeah, place before it got it's to like that I, point? I get it go or, to a breaking point where I'm like ah I need alone yeah, time right yeah. now whereas it's like maybe if I recognize what boundary that's
1: more a reaction yeah,
0: than a proactive proactive thing. yeah but yeah family I think family boundaries can be like the hardest for some people because you grow up with your family and when you're little you don't really know about boundaries so like oh you yeah let, everything in and everything is from a reactive space yeah and some people don't understand them and might give you a really hard time when you actually try and set them in your family and say you're not being a good like sister or son or whatever whatever but um yeah it's just I think it's a journey but I really do think setting those boundaries in your family will help you have better relationships because then you can you can come from love and then you have the energy and you have the you don't get to that
1: drained point yeah. like where you have that end up having that fight and then it ends mm-hmm. up with people saying things they didn't yeah. they didn't mean and stuff
0: okay now i want to talk about friends and i feel like friends is a big one for both of us with boundaries because i think we tend to give our friends a lot <laughs> and then sometimes probably not have the best boundaries and then expect something in return yeah and it's like finding that balance like we're the people who've had like 20 people come stay with us in our apartments since we moved to the (laughs) Gold coast and we'll always be like yeah you can come and like it's out of love because we love our friends but like i think sometimes we have to watch that we don't give too much of ourselves because you don't even notice i think we're definitely
1: people where people would never people feel way more able to ask us of things which is what
0: i want as a person and
1: in my life but then sometimes like you know there's always a bit there's a fine line to cross
0: so then I think it's like just
1: finding a way to balance that out
0: I found this um thing on Instagram there's this guy called create the love who does a lot of things about relationships but he had this post on boundaries so I'm going to read it to you because I feel like it resonated with me so he said here's the thing when we go above and beyond for people we are often breaking their boundaries and our own we overgive while continuing to settle for someone else not showing up While going above and beyond can be loving, it is often at the cost of ourselves and we are also often creating an unconscious scorecard with unspoken expectations that are tied to our unconditional love. Mm -hmm. When we begin sitting with why we are always going to the moon and back if it often leads to rec- it often leads to recognizing that we are doing the love work for two. We are trying to save them. We are scrambling to do enough work for their part in the relationship. We think this is going to prove our love, but it also proves that we aren't secure in our boundaries. We can't trust ourselves because we don't have our own back. We continually let other people's needs determine our choices. As we stand on our righteous throne of, look at all the things I do for you. Why can't you just choose me? Because you don't even choose you. So that's like relationships and friendships and not like i don't think we're that extreme normally but i think sometimes it is a similar thing where we'll give so much out of love but then pe- people don't always give that same thing back yeah um and yeah it's just something like to be conscious of because we have like lovely friends and they would never want to take advantage of us or anything but sometimes if you give someone so much you'll just end up feeling a bit of oh that. Like, like if
1: you take a step back someone yeah. can take a step forward if you take yeah. it, like it, that's just like the ebb and flow of things. Yeah,
0: and like I think I always just like want to make my friends happy, and I know it's like okay, but like I'll have a tendency sometimes to put other people over myself in those shoes, mm-hmm. where I'll be like, oh well, it's not that much of an inconvenience for me, and it's like so nice think for that's them. That's a little sister thing. Yeah, too. I think that as well. So it's like that accommodating thing where I'm yeah. like, well, it's not a big deal for me, and it'll be great for this person, but I don't put myself at like high enough a level. Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: yeah it's hard to work on those things though it just takes it so much time and like, like you always i would just want to be nice and comfortable a lot love, of trial and, and error yeah. yeah and to like know that like the same thing with what i was talking about with our mom and mm. how it took a lot of time to to yeah. learn how to be able to say that to her like from a loving place not mm. from a place of anger or anything like yeah. that
0: and yeah it's yeah. just i had one of my friends once tell me she was like sometimes you're too good of a friend and it makes me feel guilty. And I was like, oh, that's <laughs> funny because like, it's not like I'm trying to. And I've like, never even have thought anything about our friendship in terms of like being resentful or feeling like I've given her too much. But I yeah. was like, oh, that's interesting that she feels that way and that that's something someone can feel. Because then I'm like, Definitely. you don't think it would ever be a bad thing for the other person when you're giving them a lot. But mm-hmm. it can be because I think it can trigger in them feeling like, oh, I can't reciprocate that level. Oh, yeah it's just like a, it's an interesting thing and like even for me like I've had friends who come and live with uh, me and my apartment, and I like love my friends, they're great. But like, I, after the fact, I was always like, Oh, I let them stay for like a really long time. And like, I didn't question it, but I was like, I think in a way, I would put my life on hold and be like, This is great, and it would be fun, and I'd love it. But after I was like, Oh, do other people do that? Like, is that a Did normal thing? Did you actually to do, that do that for you? Too? Yeah, it's like, and, like I wasn't really considering myself, and I was just like, Oh, I want to do this great thing for my friend, and it was fun. Ooh. But then after, I'm like, Oh, like, is it kind of hard though, too? Because a line, I was like, thinking, in? like Oh, but would you ever feel comfortable doing that
1: to them? And it's like, yeah. Well, you know what? You probably would never do that to them yeah, or like you would yeah. stay a week or something you would say and not that there was anything wrong with staying no. longer that's more like you trying to maybe also be good and not
0: yeah i'm, I'm always trying to figure out where that but then you
1: also don't is. want it to be like well i do this for them exactly. so they should do that for me yeah. like it, it's you not you don't want to be a tit
0: for tat no, so it i don't is want it hard to be a scorecard but then i i don't think i ask a lot of other people uh, yeah so yeah. Like, i wouldn't be like oh i'm gonna go stay with this person yeah so it's like it's just an interesting it's more like, it's not that it's going to be perfect or no. you're going to figure everything out.
1: It's just really good to be aware of what's going on around you and the energy and feelings that you have and just making sure that there's not some things you can do to change that if yeah. you need
0: if you need it to change, right? And I think also being okay saying no, yes. I think. Because like, I don't think I ever really say no to most of my, like if someone asks me for something, I'll usually be like, okay. And like, not that I don't want to do it and I say yes, but like, I think my default is always yes, like. And saying no would probably be difficult. Like, I don't think any of my friends have really asked me for anything that difficult. But I think, yeah, I I realize my default is yes. And I need to be more conscious sometimes, I think.
1: Yeah. And I think with friends especially, it's just really take note of how you feel after Mm. you see a friend or talk to a friend. And maybe that is something to keep a tally of just one day in your journal. If if you're not in a great place or there's a lot of things affecting you, like if your energy feels low, if you feel like you've been tired a lot, like, yeah, just take note of how different people make you feel. And it doesn't mean you shouldn't be friends with someone Mm. who makes you feel low or down, but then it does. And it's not because someone's putting you down. Like sometimes people's vibrations just might weigh on you really a lot more heavily than you Mm. think. And I think if you become more aware of that, then you can choose, like, who is going to be in your life at certain times, depending on what you need and don't need. And that's Mm -hmm. also out of a place of love. So you can just be a little bit more busy, like, if you're going through something and you can't afford to have someone else's energy affect you in that way. Or, yeah, it's like just understanding how that works and being conscious of it.
0: I think sometimes the hard thing, too, is, like, to set a boundary. A lot of the time you have to have an uncomfortable conversation Yeah. Um, Which a lot of us are not prepared to do or like I would always be like, oh, no, I can't like even with flatmates or something like, you know, if you have like some issue with your flatmate, you're always like, oh, but do I want to like ruffle the feathers or like I don't want to have to have that awkwardness. But usually it's like the one conversation of awkwardness and then it'd probably be better after. But it's like getting that out of the way. I think a lot of people just don't even ever want to have that like difficult.
1: Well, and then it is hard to have those conversations because there's a certain way that is probably better to say things yes, and, and not different people up. react <laughs> in different ways and it's like a real also another skill yeah. that's really hard and it's better if you know the person really well and yeah. you know how to bring it up yeah. and most of us don't know. I just, feel
0: like we've only just figured that out like with past. each other yeah, past, like, <laughs> and we've been years. together our whole lives
1: <laughs> like yeah so what does that that level
0: of trust and that comfort and we know
1: and because of that because you can't be like that with everyone Mm. right but you want to be able to have boundaries i think that's why it's really important to make yourself aware of what your own boundaries are from the start know what is good for you and not good for you and be really super clear with that to everyone that you meet Mm -hmm. in every way and if you do that like and set that precedent off from the start yeah then it's harder for people like people respect that yeah, that's what I find. Whereas it's a lot harder to introduce it later. Yeah, <laughs> when it hasn't always been like that, and you have to be really consistent too. You can't be wishy washy. Yeah.
0: But I think also no, because like I think it can be hard for people to recognize or like set boundaries sometimes. But even just saying like I don't know or I need time to think about something. Like if something's making you feel uncomfortable and you're like, oh, I don't want to say yes or no. Like you can give yourself that space to figure out the boundary you're allowed to not give an <laughs> answer.
1: Um, so one of the things I wanted to talk about too was saucha, which is so in in yoga there are five niyamas, which is like the branches of this tree, right? And they're kind of principles um, to follow in life. And so one of them is saucha, which is cleanliness. And cleanliness doesn't just mean like keeping clean in general, like your your physical bodily cleansing cleanliness, but it means um, everything from like keeping your physical space mm. clean, let's say, to keeping the food you eat clean, to keeping the friends around you clean. And by clean, I mean like people who lift you up or or like give you good vibrations. Yeah. Um, keeping your family clean. Uh, yeah. And also all the information that comes into your mind. So that would be through mm. Instagram or something like that, your social media, like make sure that everything around you and the stuff coming in is something that serves you.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, that's, I think, what they say sometimes about how watching the news and how watching the news yeah is exactly like your constant stream of negative, like, scary Especially information. everything that's just happened. Yeah, and a lot of the time you're absorbing that, but there's not actually anything you can do about it. You don't have any power over it. And, like, yes, it's good to be informed in some ways, but, like, you, you can't really change most of that a lot of the time. So you're just, like, giving yourself anxiety. <laughs> and then, yeah, even with the stuff you watch, like – I feel like I've gone through phases where I'll be watching something really depressing, like a really depressing show for a while. And then I'll be like, why do I feel so down? And then I'm like, oh, maybe because I'm watching like this awful like storyline. Yeah, level. definitely. Our,
1: we have a friend who's been going through some stuff, um, just like we all have. Mm-hmm. And she has been watching The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. And I was like, that's the worst show to watch if you're ever going through anything. <laughs> like if you're, you've got to like try and fill yourself up with what you want to yeah. feel you know and so like don't watch horror movies if you're not in a great place don't watch yeah and dystopian like um end of world adventures like watch the things that are gonna feed you yeah
0: and I think um even with like Instagram and Facebook and social media like you're allowed to unfollow people and like mute people and unfriend people like that's a lot of setting boundaries like I think a lot of the time every few months or something I'll usually go through my accounts and kind of be really conscious and look at who I'm following or like try and see which ones make me feel good or bad and like do that because you don't always yeah, you're not usually conscious of when you're scrolling, but I think it can have a really big
1: I like went through my stories and stuff too Mm. because stories are so easy. You start playing them and then they just go on and on and on. And I went through and I muted like almost everyone except for a few accounts that are the ones that always make me feel feel better yeah and so that basically now if I go on and I watch my stories I'm done my stories first of all really quickly because I don't have that many to watch and I can't spend that much time on it Mm. and yeah and then I'm not filling myself with anything else
2: yeah
1: um The other thing I wanted to talk about with like social media too is like there's this whole thing like with technology like we're just getting so much information all the time Mm. like all the time constant. It's just coming in, coming in, coming in and especially when you're sitting at home if you're being a bit lazy Mm -hmm. in COVID or any of those kind and I've heard a lot of people be like oh I'm feeling really blah or really tired all the time now or any of those things and it's if you're just sitting there and absorbing constant streams of information you have to either if you can't just put down your phone or close your Mm. laptop and get out and do something you need to instead at least um contribute as well so instead of just receiving from social media you should also be putting out so as much as you're receiving you should be putting out whether that's just commenting on people's posts Mm. liking like engaging in some way because there is an energy exchange and then it's not just like this endless stream that becomes yeah. almost like this like meaningless wave of addiction yeah. i think like you have to stop and you have to be equally engaged just to balance I it I out I that I, that's I what i told our parents one. because yeah. I, <laughs> their they're
2: parents stalkers.
1: we're like such social media stalkers and got onto instagram and facebook and they would just watch everything and do all this yeah. stuff and then maybe say something to us later and i was like you can't just sit on the couch yeah. and do that and that's it you need to like at least know let people know that you've read it let yeah. people know like that's
0: just Common, common and crazy. it's nice like, that's it's humanity nice to, like, like let's keep the humanity yeah. going because they would like mention something that we posted like why don't you just like it or comment on it yeah like, just say this you don't
1: have to yeah. um and just let people know it's not a black hole right no. it can like social media can be a you know used for yeah. bad purposes or it can affect you negatively but you can also take the power to have it be a positive yeah um exchange in your yeah. life um, and then the other thing too like just with physical space with boundaries yeah. like Clean up your space, right? Like, make sure you have nice lights, like, around. It's good lighting, like... um, Lamps, candles. Yeah, like, if you have a blanket, like, make sure it's something you like to touch. Like, make Mm. sure, you know, the smells around you are what you want. Like, the feng shui is good if, like, you believe in that. Like, be aware of how things are making you feel and then make sure that you change them or adapt them in any way if you need to, to optimize yourself. And that's like a boundary in itself, like saying, I'm not going to accept
0: any less than this. I think that's huge, is just being aware of how your surroundings are actually impacting you because they do. Like everything around you is really having some sort of effect on your energy and how you're feeling. And the more aware of that you are, the better boundaries you can set, Mm -hmm. which is huge.
1: And yeah, even things like Wi-Fi, like if you turn your phone off at yeah. night or turn your computer off, like don't just keep your laptop on your lap or like yeah. on your body for long periods of time because that's energy coming off onto you as well. It makes you feel really like when you get up, like you feel kind of just, you know, the days like, like, yeah, like you need to yeah. shake it off, you know, wear your headphones instead of putting your cell phone by your ear. All of those things mm. are like weird technology boundaries, but I think they're really important, especially I right agree. now.
0: Cause we have so much buzzing around us all the time anyways like if you can minimize it a bit why not okay another one i want to briefly touch on but i feel like we'll probably get into this in a separate podcast is boundaries and romantic relationships oh yeah um so just like some basic ones i feel like with dating and apps it's definitely good to have boundaries so like i think one of the ones that you and I both usually had was like don't give your phone number to someone until maybe you've gone on a date like because you don't actually want someone to like have your personal information usually right away yeah definitely um and then like some people like to talk to them on the phone before they meet in person like there's a lot of different rules you can have to make yourself feel more comfortable in it because I think online dating can be a bit like scary sometimes or a bit weird um physical boundaries so that is important like I feel like you always have trouble. You're like, but if someone wants to kiss me on a first date, I don't know how to say no. Um, I like
1: stopped going on dates because I just didn't want to have to keep kissing people,
0: (laughs) which (laughs) is huge. Or like other people will have ones like rules about like when they'll have sex. And like, it's, I think it's good to like set rules that you're comfortable with. And especially with online dating, when you don't really know someone that well. It's good to have strong boundaries so that you're making sure that you are doing it the way that you want to do it. And it's like, yeah, true to you. Um, And I think I think romance makes boundaries kind of complicated sometimes because you're usually wanting someone to like you and like wanting to impress them. So I think a lot of us will bend some of our boundaries to do that. But it's hard not to sometimes. But I think, yeah, I think that's an important thing to grow on. And I feel like the older I've gotten, the better I've got at that. But it takes some time sometimes. But yeah, those are just some brief ones on romance. I feel like we'll definitely cover that. In I feel like that's a whole episode. Yeah, in it itself. could be a whole episode in itself. And then, oh, work. I feel like you would work with like, I don't know if I have a lot of work boundaries. <laughs> but um, I feel like my most of my jobs that I've had before this current one have had like weird pressure on them because I had like my first job and then I had my first law job and then I had my first like Australian job where I was sponsored. So I kind of felt like I couldn't even have boundaries in any of those jobs because yeah. I was just trying to like, do well or not get fired, not get in trouble and all that stuff. But um, having my job now and having a bit more of that space, I'm like have more time to think about it and be aware of it. And like I feel like a lot of people have a hard time setting boundaries at work because you don't want to get fired and it's like your income. And like a lot of people will like feel like they have stuff piling up on them that's not their job or like you're staying late or you're working on weekends or you're Mm -hmm. always like looking at your work phone and work emails and that stuff. So there's a lot of like obvious boundaries i think that people don't have related to work
1: yeah, yeah. i actually just realized i definitely have boundaries around work yeah. um i think that's the one thing i've all, I've been quite in. good about having boundaries yeah. around because i literally won't work anywhere that is <laughs> <laughs> not going to not going to like what work with my places? boundaries yeah. yeah and but i think that's cuz i really can't i just can't handle yeah. being in a space like that if i if I'm not happy because that's the majority of your day right that ends up being your whole life so for me yeah it's always like we said before so many times is like before I look for a job even always writing down a list of exactly what I want and not just what I want like my job description to be but what I how I want it to feel what I want the office to be like what I want the people to be like what I want um yeah the culture to be like all of that kind of stuff and yeah it's worked every single time Mm -hmm. and I've always had amazing workplaces with like good people it's always been good a really balance. great work-life yeah. balance like but those things are so vitally important to me and i know yeah. that and so my boundary is very clear and yeah. I, I just would never work somewhere where i couldn't have right. those things and like if i could treat that <laughs> those kind of boundaries in the rest of my life that would be great. then that would be wonderful um but i think when you have it more with people yeah. it's I like think,
0: i think everyone has different areas they probably have better like boundaries relation. strong and I, then others not but like yeah i think for me I still don't think I have that great work boundaries in a lot of ways. Like, I think my only real work boundaries are like, I'll never check my emails when I'm, like, on holidays. And I'll, like, rarely check it after work. But, like, I'll still stay late sometimes. Or, like, even now with my job, because I work four days a week and I don't work on Wednesdays, I'll still feel guilty sometimes. And be like, oh, I'm not working on the... Web. Like, last Wednesday I mm-hmm. did some work because I felt behind. And, like, yeah, I feel like there's certain... And, like, my work is great. Like, they are so amazing now. So it's all the things that I'm putting on myself. But, yeah, it's just interesting to realize which areas in your life you have those strong boundaries and yeah. which you don't. And, like, how...
1: I think – and also the benefit of implementing this stuff is your life is that I think you become a better person in that element, right? You have more energy. You have more to give. What I was just thinking with my work and stuff is because I've always been in workplaces that Mm. I – that I'm grateful for and that are like the things that I am happy with and content with, then when I do have to work overtime or something, anything like that happens, I don't feel resentful and I don't have that. I don't feel taken advantage. Yeah. I don't feel like, oh, like I'm so like, I'm at my ends rope. I never feel like that. Like, and that's because I've set my boundaries. And so if I can do that in other parts of my life, like Mm. with friends and relationships and family and stuff, then I'll hopefully always have that that expansive energy to give
0: yeah so like those are the main areas was there any other areas you thought of
1: no it was just like really being aware of your physical space and then your emotional space
0: yeah so i was thinking just to like break it down more simply like in how to set your boundaries i think the first step is just realizing how you feel so it is being aware of your surroundings and how they're making you feel and like so pay attention like when are you feeling uncomfortable when are you feeling taken advantage of when are you feeling like frazzled like notice when you feel those ways and try and pinpoint what's the cause of them and then understand like what boundary you could set to prevent that from happening so it's really like articulating which can be hard (laughs) like i know a lot of times when i'm super stressed or like i've been burned out you've been like what's wrong and i'm like i don't know i just feel like (laughs) Yeah. yeah so like just try and be aware like maybe journal that maybe like just take note of when things are happening and what's what yeah like what's making you feel that way and then once you actually figure out what that boundary is, the biggest thing is actually communicating it, which I think can be like the hardest part for a lot of people. Um, Cause it's not enough to just identify. You actually have to like be really direct and clear, like you were saying and like, let people know that those boundaries are there and, I think the better you become at it, the easier it is. But but yeah. it's because when you do it right away, like people know that standard. So like even you're saying with your work, you've always had those strong boundaries. So like it's never been an issue because right away, I think from the start, you would have been like, okay, I'm working these hours. This yeah, is this it. is and, like, it. People are just like, okay, like when you have a strong boundary like that, people will respect. They it. respect it for sure. Yeah,
1: it's the same thing. Like if you have if you buy a puppy or you get a puppy <laughs> and then you're training your puppy, right? You have to let the puppy know. Like yeah. <laughs> what the boundary is, <laughs> and if you if you can enforce that, and you're steady and committed with that, then the puppy respects it, and you grow up to have like yeah. this beautiful dog that you have a great relationship with, and it's like you can take them anywhere and do anything, <laughs> and like everything works really well, right? But if you don't, and you're lax with like the training, mm. and you don't keep that boundary enforced, they don't respect you, right? And yeah. then they just walk all over you, and they become a trouble puppy, and. All of those kinds of things. Yeah. like
0: Yeah, just remember like it's your right to set boundaries and you can set them. And so there's this um, in another Instagram account I follow called Notes From Your Therapist where she just writes these notes. They're all like words of wisdom. Um, but I found some on boundaries that I thought were really good. So one was if someone doesn't like it when you put up boundaries about how you'll be treated, it's okay for them to not like it. Good boundaries mean letting people not like things. So I feel like that goes along with my feeling of where I'm always like, I don't want to upset anyone. like I don't want to make anyone else feel bad. But it's like if you're feeling bad, you're not going to be good at making other people feel good. You know what I mean? Like you need to set those boundaries so that you can have the space and you can have the energy so then you can be a better person essentially. Um, and then another one of the quotes is crossing boundaries is someone thinking they know more about what you need than you do. So it's like, if I I set a boundary for you and you are like, no, then it's like, it's basically, yeah. You assuming you know better for me and I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know yourself best. So i think a lot of it is just like be strong in your boundaries and i don't know if anyone follows the holistic
1: psychologist mm-hmm. on instagram i think she must be like the most famous psychologist, psychologist. now on, <laughs> on instagram but uh her posts are so powerful and i know we send them to like each other and our friends and stuff all the time and so she just posted one and i wanted to read it because mm-hmm. it, it's what we've been talking about so in this post she says i have permission to say no I have permission to honor my own needs unapologetically. I have permission to evolve, grow, and change. I do not need to betray myself for a false version of love. I no longer need to manage the perceptions of others. So that's it, which I think that's beautiful. is like kind of a mantra that you could yeah. take. And maybe one of them applies to you more than others. Mm. And that's just something that you could repeat to yourself to, like, keep that vibration strong and build up that boundary in your life.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, overall, I just think now is a good time to actually be thinking about all this since a lot of us have the time and a bit more of that space to actually, like, think about it and identify it. So just, like, do a little life review and see... See which areas in your life you, like, think you might need better boundaries in or
1: mm-hmm.
0: which ones yeah, are stronger. usually
1: people have to go away on vacation or something yeah. to, like, feel that and then come back and try and change yeah. it. But now we've got this golden opportunity.
0: I think so. So. I mean,
1: let's make a golden opportunity yeah. out of a bad situation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially now. You've got the time. You've probably had some boundary issues <laughs> with, with your quarantine. So just think about it. Okay. Should we move on to the woo?
1: Yes. Blue. So... Coming up is the full moon on Thursday, I think, right? It's on the 7th of May. Mm. Um, And the full moon is in Scorpio. And I've heard that this is actually going to be a really wonderful full moon, Mm. like full moon with a lot of energy. And I just got this email quickly. I'm just going to read like a paragraph from it. It's from Tashi Dos Santos, and it's called Tarot by Tashi. So she says, this full moon in Scorpio is a blood red rose blooming and she has her way with a fine print of the every layer which is called your life. Her command is that we pay attention to the intricate language of the subconscious, to let the synchronicity taking place reveal the appropriate destination. We are being led, led to where the you on the stage meets the you behind the curtain. Of course, we are always required to wear many hats, dance many dances, and show all sorts of moods when it comes to our life out there. But, just how much does that life respond to the life you have always longed to live? And then there's I a lot like more, that part
0: about you behind the stage, on, on the stage means you behind the curtain. Yeah. I feel like that applies really right now because it's like we've been stripped of most of the things that we normally like. We don't have to identify yeah, <laughs> now ourselves by and now it's like you are behind the curtain and like seeing what your life yeah. really is. And so
1: for everyone, the full moon is the time to let go, right? New mm. moon is when you set your intentions and full moon is when you let go. So one of the things that we've both done before, mm. and it's like been in the angel cards that we have, like one of the cards that yeah. we've pulled at different times, um, it, when it the instructions for you to let go is to write yeah. down like the all like the things you want to let go, of. Let go of everything and then you fold it up or like ball it up the paper and then you take it and you drown it in a bath of water yeah. um, and then... Yeah, basically throw it you know, out and then like you're swashing away. Or, yeah, yeah, and then you're supposed to go and jump in the ocean, jump in the river, jump in yeah. the shower, whatever it is, and rinse it all off.
0: And that's like a symbolic
1: way to let yeah. go if you need a little extra push.
0: I think we've also done it where we throw paper in the fire. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the other way. but Yeah. Yeah. It's always a nice. It's a nice little ceremony that you can do that just like really represents physically and like literally that like letting go of something, which I think can make it feel a bit more real.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and one other thing I wanted to quickly talk about is too hot to handle. Oh,
2: yes. <laughs> <laughs> I not watch, watch all of it. <laughs> okay, so it
1: wasn't the best show. It was only, but it was only like eight episodes yeah, or something, so it wasn't very long. Like, um, I didn't properly watch every mm. part of it but what i did see was basically the whole show is about boundaries and yeah. like it's a group of people it's on netflix if anyone hasn't mm-hmm. heard of it it's like a bunch of people in their early 20s from all over the world who get put onto this island and it looks like a love island kind of setup yeah. but the like Trick is first of all, I think they're all like the sleddiest people you yes. can put on an island. So they were all coming in there ready to just like I whatever they and go made crazy. Up,
0: made up within like an hour, yeah. yeah. Like. And to like
1: I think like be the villains yeah. of the show or the whatever of the show. But it was like if you took all those people and put them in one yeah. place, and then yeah, they were given like the first twenty four hours or something to just be whatever they were going to be.
0: Yeah. I think they thought they were on like a dating show. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: and then w- after that, they had like their little ceremony, and then they found out that. They are not allowed to hug, kiss, touch, have sex, like do – or no, they can touch, but like only (laughs) non-sexually. And that's it for the month or whatever. And that every time – they do they do they all get $100,000 no there's $100,000 at yeah. the end like yeah. pot and basically every time someone does something yeah. it'll get taken away from that 100000 so they have to work together wait is
0: 100000 for all of them yeah oh, I thought they would each get it because I think they think like one
1: of them is going to win it at oh, the end so okay. like, you don't know yeah, if you're yeah. going to win it but like maybe the yeah. first prize second prize that kind of thing Um, I won't tell you what actually happens at the end since you didn't actually no. watch it but uh, it's just really interesting like because you see like especially with the girls and stuff like mm. I don't know. I think it's those specific girls that they chose. Yeah. They chose, like, a really specific type. But um, they don't have any boundaries, like, in yeah. terms of, like, sex and love and guys and all of that kind of stuff. And
0: Well, because it's hookup culture, I think. Yeah.
1: And, from. like, with Tinder and, and just yeah. any online dating and Instagram messaging and, like, all of that kind of stuff. Like, your value is in how you look mm. and, like, what people see and yeah. then you're just supposed to kind of go like they all just were ready to go on there and hook up with all of each other yeah. and none of them wanted re- or said they didn't want relationships it was just really interesting i think it said a lot about like the way things are they're also in their early 20s yeah. too so
0: do you think they learned some boundaries by the end? Because I kn- I didn't watch all of it, but I know they tried to make them do things that would... Yeah, like, so it was a yeah.
1: lot of, like, uh, wellness exercises and yeah. stuff. And they did, like, a yoni, oh, like, session at the end, the yeah. girls. So yoni means vagina, yeah. right? So, and it's, like, a your sacred yoni and you're supposed to worship your yoni. And they all had to, like, do these things that they'd never done. Yeah. And the girls weren't... Usually on these shows, like, the girls form a group and they're really good friends yeah. and, like... These girls weren't friends. They weren't anything like that at that point. Mm. And then they went and did that workshop and they all came out being like, I feel empowered. I feel like a woman. I feel like girl power. Like we should be together closer. And I just, it really did seem like it was maybe like the first time that they really had those kinds of experiences. And yeah. And I think also that they would never had time to pause before and tell a guy like, wait or no, or I want to see if I even like you or let's Mm. see how these feelings grow. And that's just because that's how not how society is. Like yeah. we're just supposed to go, go, go. So it was really interesting in that way. Actually the show yeah. wasn't that interesting, but
0: <laughs> I feel like a lot of people have been watching it. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: it was just, yeah, it was cool. So yeah. Boundaries. And they I think they were happier. Better off. Better off. Yeah.
0: So boundaries are good. <laughs> yes. Set them, keep them. Give
1: yourself some power.
0: Should we do our mantra?
2: Yeah. Okay. OM oh, oh, MASATOMA GAMAYA TAMASOMA JOY GAMAYA VE CHORMA AMRITAM GAMAYA oh, 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 OM GAMAYA Tamasoma Joyti Gamaya Rich Orma Amritam Gamaya Oh, Masatoma Sat Gamaya Tamasoma Joyti Gamaya Rich (laughs) Ami <laughs> Gamaya. Thanks, guys.